Good morning, all you cool clicks, cats out there in podcast land. You're listening to Dial H for Hero Clicks, only the best podcast on the planet. Only. What I've heard. Number one. Number one. Suck that, clicks TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, swag. We love you. It's a podcast. It's pretty it's good. A, it's a pretty good podcast. I enjoy I it. name a podcast TV. I'd right? say it's a solid number two behind It's Clicks the... TV, not podcast TV. This guy. We don't, why do we bring this why guy Why do we bring this guy I'm sorry, all you cool Clicks cats. Let's get back on schedule. I'm here with uh, Sexy Drew Alderson. He's back this hey, week. I'm back. And as always, my cousin and good friend, Austin Smith. Hello. Hey, good friend. We got a weird format today. We're going to mix things up because we're a little short on time. We're going to do the news here in the in the quote unquote studio, what what is it? Called? The D cave. The D cave. As uh, Mr. Harry Dempsey so aptly named it one day. <laughs> the D cave. And then we're gonna do the rest on the road and uh, just get into some natural conversation about movies, including Avengers, which we just watched last night. All three. The of Avengers. The Age of Ultron. Oh, there we go. Okay, clarification. James Spader. Spoiler alert, it's quite good. It's, it's pretty good. And we'll get into some other movie, uh, you know, comic book movie talk too, including like, you know, the Joker's tattoos and Black Widow's tits and all that good stuff. But first, let's get into the tons and tons of spoilers. Tons. They have been good to us this week. kids. that is. If you want to follow along, I believe just about all of these are on heroclicks.com, the main website. The ones that are not on there will be found on, uh, if you follow us on Facebook, which I assume most of you guys listening have, you can follow us on Facebook or Twitter, and you'll find the rest of these pictures on there first. Now, we are not going to get into detail because we have so many spoilers to go over. We're just going to kind of summarize the dial. The newest spoiler we've gotten is The Hood, a figure that has not been clicked for as long as I can remember. I think there's only one, I could be wrong, but there's only like one iteration that I can even remember. He's a super rare in this set, I believe. No, no, that'd be... That's super rare. Yeah, super rare, uh, gold. He ignores uh, elevated. He has a very interesting dial because you either play him at 220 or 70. Quite a big difference. At 220, you're only getting five extra clicks of life for that extra 150 points, but... On all of them, he has a special movement power that you can decide whether it's worth it or not. The Hood can use Sidestep and Stealth when he has no action tokens. Line of Fire can't be drawn to him by opposing characters three or more squares away. Now, the way his trait is going to influence how his dial plays, if he's played at 70, he's KO'd when he crosses the red KO line. And So, so actually, sorry, I read his dial backwards. Uh, if you play him at 70, you're only going to get the sidestep and stealth and uh, those five clicks of life. But if you play him at 220, then you're going to basically get a stop click. So think Spider-Man 2099. Basically. If you pay 80, you get, you know, on, on Spider-29, if you paid 80, you got however many clicks you paid 160, you got a full dial. This hood costs 220, but I think he's worth it too. He has Mystic Steam ability and... Uh, once you get him past those five stealth, you know, kind of hiding in the shadows clicks, he'll go on to his stop click, which also has impervious and cannot be ignored. He has perplex and stealth again, so he's going to stay in the shadows. He picks up a special attack power where he gets prob, but only on your turn. His his values go up, but I don't know that. I mean, he gets another stop click later at the very end, but I don't. I still don't know that he's worth two twenty. He gets two. He gets. Uh... Yeah, you're right. Okay, he does get two. So he'll he'll get one on click six, eight, and ten. I guess that's worth it, especially considering the mystics. 
blue I mean, I guess blue devil is gonna fuck this guy in the butt. <laughs> but <laughs> that but other means than, other than that, here I mean, take two. Oh, you're on a stop click again. Hey, take two. Oh, you're on a stop click again. He's he's solid, but he's listen not broken or anything like that. This is the best hood you're gonna get. Yeah. So. So be happy with what there's, you got. I do like him as seventy though, a little high in the shadows, willpower, you know, double bolt, precision strike, all that. Uh, let's continue with official spoilers before we get into anything else. Immortus is a now. Super here hood. we go. Here, here we, here we go. I like these two team abilities. Here we go. Here we go. Minions go. of Doom, which is wild card if you're unfamiliar. I know that one doesn't get printed as much lately, and also Masters of Evil, one of the best Marvel team abilities. He's 160, has a trait once per game. You give him a double power action. He does not have willpower, so that require you to push. Remove all action tokens power, wait, no, it from all other from other characters of equal or lower point value. Now, that doesn't say friendly, so it says enemies too. So if you time it right, it could be pretty good, especially on a big points game. Uh, his keywords are Council of Kings, Future Pass Ruler. He alternates between phasing and running shot, but he... He pretty much always has, for the majority of his dial, either Psychic Blast or Precision Strike, and either Outwit or a special damage power that gives him Outwit, Prob, and Shape Change. And when opposing character uses Prob, deal it one unavoidable damage after action is resolved. It doesn't have to be Line of Fire, doesn't have to be so many squares. That's pretty freaking good. Um, I like the dial overall. It's going to be a little finessey because it doesn't have willpower and it has phasing on a lot of clicks and not running shot. It's pretty finessey. But overall, I like it. What do you guys think? He's good. Good super rare. Now, the one we're most excited to talk about. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'll let Drew Alderson spoil this guy. So, Austin and I talked last week about a stream that was going on on Carta Magica TV where they were playing Heroclix. Well, during that stream, they spoiled a lot of dials. And we talked about some of them, three of them. Well, there are three more that they actually showed the full card, dial, and sculpt. No, they, throw, they showed the three for. dials for the previous three, too, actually. Well, we're going to talk about King Thor, first of all. So if you don't know who King Thor is, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Would you say he's from some sort of uh, arc? That, or, uh... Would you say he's from the best... One of the yes. best, if not the best, Thor arcs ever made. Yes. Thor God of Thunder, which we talked about probably 20 uh, times last yeah. year on this uh, podcast. It was our comic of the year or whatever. It's just yeah, that's so true. good. It was, wasn't it? Go read God Bomb. It's just amazing. It'll get your wiener hard in all different ways you didn't know about before. But let's keep it's in not mind. Gay, though. It's not gay. Totally it's not. not. Gay. It's for Thor. If it's Thor, it's not gay. In fact, a long time ago, we had a dream that one day there might be a holy trinity of Thors, like Thor Prime, mm-hmm. I think. But this guy's... one step in the right direction? One step in the right direction. This guy's amazing. So he's got three different point options, 369, 300, and 200. Now, I don't know why he's 369 points. I, I, yeah, I don't know either, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. It's because Thor's so strong, he adds four days to the year. I don't get Because 369, damn, he's fine. <laughs> 369, damn, he's fine. He's got a trade at the beginning of your turn. Roll a d6 on result of five or six. Remove an action token from King Thor. Cool, self-leadership's always good on It's a little good. Yeah, pretty good. He starts top dial with some some of that hypersonic. He's got a special attack ability where he can use super strength. Strength. Each time he makes an attack and the attack roll is three or greater, 
than the target's defense value. After actions resolve, he may make a close combat attack as a free action. Oh, that's not good. Austin, didn't we just talk about last week? Free swing? I w- we wanted a, <clears throat> a Thor with good range, not can't be outwitted, which this guy can't because he has power cosmic, and gets free swings. This is the perfect Thor that I we talked about up. last week. It yeah. says each time. Does that mean that he could keep doing that over and over? I believe so. You can make a close combat attack as a free action. I believe so, but then again, it might be breaking the whole same free action twice. I know, that's what I was wondering. It's kind of a conundrum. <clears throat> I, Because of that, I'm going to say no, but I will say it's something we need to look up because they've been a little shaky since they switched to the new yeah. forums thing. Later on, he, uh, later on, he rolls into some pulse wave and some outwit and some impervious, special defense ability. He can use uh, Impervious if this click is revealed when taking damage. Stop turning the dial. Hey, this power can't be ignored. It's stop click. Uh, uh, how many of those suckers does he get? Two? At top dog? He gets one at uh, each new point. Yeah. Like at 300 and then at 200. Damn, yeah. son. So, uh, he's, he's, if you're not Blue Devil, he's stopping. Now, he is a chase. Yeah, he's a chase. I don't have a problem with this because it leads me hopeful the rest of the chases are going to be really fucking cool. I hope they're all like older, different versions of Avengers, yeah. yeah. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, He, I mean, I just like the fact that at top dial he's hitting for what? 12 9 yeah. with the ultra heavy. 9 damage. A little strong. A little, little good. Prop control. And then he gets a second swing afterwards. Yeah. I mean. And it's his, it's his attack total, and he already has 12, and he has probability control. I mean... So when it says attack total, if you give this fucker a hammer... I, yeah, that's where I'm kind of leaving. <laughs> <laughs> you just get... <laughs> Hold on. Where's Thor? Is Thor holding this hammer with his penis at this point? He because he's it. already got Mjolnir and well, fucking the well, Ragnarok sword. Why not? He's Ragnarok. He, oh, he I'm made it rock hard right now. Damn it, Austin! <laughs> That's my joke! <laughs> and then we have Loki. We'll let Austin talk about him since he's our resident trickster and oh, asshole. I don't like Loki, though. I like Loki. I love Loki. He's great. Uh, Loki has Guardian Deity Mystical. Um, he has uh, improved targeting, ignores hindering, and characters, and a special trait. He can use Shape Change and... Succeeds on a roll of four to six. When an opposing character targets Loki without wit or perplex, he can use shape changes if it were targeted with an attack. Sick. When Loki makes a successful shape change, he can't be targeted for the remainder of the turn. And it does not specify whether it has to be the shape change that he hits from outwit perplex or an actual attack. Yep. So it's that, really risky targeting him with anything. Um, he's got flight, no indom, mystics team ability, eight ranged. Is it eight range or six range? Eight Two with eight with double. Um, he's got special movement power uh, to trick my brother and his friends. Loki can use mind control. When he does, he isn't dealt damage from it. And it tar- if he targets only a single character, modify his attack value plus two, and he may target a character that can use Battle Fury. Sick. That's pretty damn good. Um, he's 225 or 120. I mean, just at 120, he's an annoying piece of shit with poison, perplex, super well, Like we said, the resident Austin's Yeah, <sighs> And that trade of chip change. And that trade, yeah. I mean, that's... And mess to deal with at 120, and then uh, mm-hmm. 225. He picks up some pinsai, four damage, outwit, mastermind, sidestep. I mean, he's a solid piece. I, for this is probably the only high points Loki that I actually am looking forward to playing legitimately. Yeah, like all the other ones, they're pretty meh. I feel like this guy both point values, but especially at 120, best part, super strong. He's a rare. Yeah, only a rare. Uh, 
I like them. I like them a lot. And, he, and as Austin said, ignores characters on Line of Fire, too, so you just keep them behind your own dudes. And, and mind control everything. Do what you need to do. Lastly, we have Korvac. Yeah. Which is the least exciting of the three, but still pretty cool. He's still pretty he awesome. He is a super rare, looks like. I do want to bring up the fact that Korvac continues the pattern. All the super rares that they've spoiled so far have been really high point, one-man army kind of pieces. Mm-hmm. And they did that in Trinity War, and we gave them the... That's a good job, Wiz Kids. It's good for sealed. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this Korvac is 210 points, has no team abilities. He does have the Badoon keyword and Robot Scientist Future Cosmic. Starts with regular phasing. At some points in his dial, he gets a special phasing where if he moves half his speed value or less after action resolve, off, he can make a range combat attack as a free action, but negative two range. Now he already has a nine range, so it's not so- that big a deal to only have a seven. He has a special defense power literally halfway through his dial. Once per game, when it's revealed, stop turning the dial and he can use Invincible. For the rest of the game, he can use Power Cosmic, even if this power is lost and this power can't be ignored. So, at first glance, you're like, eh, not really worth it. 210, no Power Cosmic, no Mystics, no Willpower. But, I mean, he does pick it up halfway through, and he does have decent values. Um... Considering that he has Perplex and can, you know, pump the his 10-3 up a, a little bit with his Psychic Blast. I don't know. I still don't... I mean, his last three clicks he gets out with Prob Perp. But I still feel like yeah, he's, not, he's worth not quite worth 210. I agree. Or maybe he is, but he's just, just not special for 210. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you really like this character, you probably won't play him too much. He's cool, though. He's got some cool shit. So more Avengers Assemble spoilers. Yeah, these two are characters we've been wanting for a while, so I'm very happy. Especially we're seeing. Ex-Nihilo. Yeah. Uh, we have Abyss, 139 Power Cosmic. One of the cheaper Power Cosmic characters you'll find, I would say, in yeah. the game of Hero Clicks. Uh, she only has six clicks. She only has four range. But she has a traded invul, which is pretty good. And on top of her 17 energy shield and her special damage power, you give her a free action, target a character within line, range and line of fire. Again, only four. Until your next turn, the chosen character can't use shape change or have its values modified. Pretty good. So yeah, outsiders your values modified is huge. So it's like a outsiders. It's like a shorter range outsiders, but also takes away shape change. And um, mm. at some points in her dial, she gets special type power that gives her poison. And when she does, each adjacent opposing character damage equal to its printed damage value instead of one to its what? printed damage value. What? So it's not hers. What, oh, Drew Alderson? What, Drew Alderson? That's pretty sick there. That's, that's a little when bit, I first read that, I thought good. it was hers, and I was like, okay, three, that's pretty good. And no, no, then, no. like, no. theirs, that's nuts against some of those hulks and shit. Oh, hey, like how six. you doing, Thor? With your I'm six damage? <laughs> King Thor, fuck you. <laughs> Make you roll impervious on a poison and possibly take four if you miss it. Damn. Uh, she also gets a um, mind control at certain points and psychic blast at certain points. She's she's worth 139. Oh, she's yeah. not like super exciting, but she's pretty solid. I'll definitely try it try this dial out. Avengers and Cosmic keywords. And then as we just said, we also got X Nihilo. I accidentally clicked off of him, damn it. Damn it, Hunter, why the hell did you do that? Because he's so sexy, I just couldn't contain If you guys want to keep this room and laptop clean, I have to breathe. I also wouldn't know anything about what I'm about to talk about because, you know. Yeah, I'm a asexual robot. Still a version, but uh, you, know, you have to breathe and take your time and be patient. Can I be patient? Ex Nihilo, one of Hickman's creations, one of the best new characters in the Marvel Universe, also has Power Cosmic. 
He costs a whopping 190, but he has eight clicks of life and really good defense powers at top dial, at least with an 18 invincible. He's pretty unique. This is one of the coolest dials I've seen in a while. He has origin bomb trait, where once per game you give him a double power action. Place an origin bomb marker anywhere on the map. At the beginning of the next turn, deal three damage to each character and destroy each object, wall, and square blocking train within three squares of the marker and then remove this marker from the game. So it's a mini gamma bomb. It's the beginning of your next turn. You said the next turn. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, same yeah. thing. Um, or pretty much same thing. I really, really dig that. Especially the fact that he has Power Cosmic is not going to have to push. So you're pretty much scared shitless when you play against this guy. Like, when is he going to do it? Yeah. A huge bomb as soon as I give any of my guys double power or double tokens, I'm screwed. Like, he's just yeah, going to drop it. He's going to airstrike. Drop the bomb. He has a special movement power at top dial Chlorokinesis. Give him power action. Place up to three hindering in distinct adjacent squares. So he can't stack them. The first marker must be within line of fire. All other marker, all up markers must be within range. So basically, it's a yeah. permanent smoke cloud minus has, an attack modifier. Yeah, he has eight range. Now, as Austin's noting, permanent. It does not say that they will be removed. It's not like smoke cloud where it says remove them at the beginning of the next turn. They're going to stay there. Uh, he also has a special attack power, terrain manipulation. You get in the hint here. He's all about manipulating the battlefield, just like in the comics. <coughs> he can use TK if he uses it to place an object. He can immediately use Quake as a free action as if he occupied the square of the placed object. Pretty slick. So he can That's Quake pretty. from eight squares away. Not to mention, if he places an object, doesn't placing an object on an enemy character trigger the throwing an object at him? Or is it... I don't think so. I think because when you do that, you're making a ranged combat attack. You're okay. not placing an object. I'll... Again, that's one if we want to make for sure we'll have to ask that'll be substantially form. better if that's the case. I'm pretty confident that wouldn't be the case. I'm pretty sure you'd have to move it. Damn. But, but I mean, if you're playing with with another character that has super strength, you're getting to move your your objects around and get some damage off that at the same time. Yeah. Hunter, that's yeah. really cool, but you're missing one other thing. What's that? His special damage ability gets down his dial. What's that do? You give him a power action, he makes a close combat attack targeting each opposing character within range that's occupying or adjacent to a hindering terrain. To oh, hindering terrain. It'd be Do nice, you, you know, if he got to place hindering terrains wherever the fuck he wanted to at yeah. some point in the game. Maybe on that same exact click. Yeah, yeah he, he's dealing three damage to each hit character. So, he's basically dropping bombs everywhere. He's dro- This guy just shits on you and... Just airstrike. I'm very happy to Zexany Hilo. Yeah, he's really cool. I think that's all for the official Age of Ultron spoiler, or Avengers Assemble spoilers, yeah. But we got a little solicit that Austin posted. Yep. Uh, what uh, all Game did we? Trade Magazine. Posted. What all do we got here from Nick Fury? Um, we've got it. It's a lot of the same pictures we saw last week. There's a couple new ones in there, but we've got, of course, Dum Dum Dugan, uh, Falcon Cap, um, Nick Fury. Falcon Cap looks pretty sweet. I know. Yeah. I can't wait for that. Uh, Phil Coulson, Union Jack. Freaking uh, another Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers with the new school energy shield. Yeah. uh, Cap shield. Uh, The Construct a Hulkbuster. We finally found out what the Lightning Bolt guy's name was. How does the Lightning Bolt guy's name? Yeah, we couldn't figure out what the Is it Electro Man? Uh, Mega Man 1? Phil Col... uh, Hold up. David, I've already forgotten. I thought it said it on here. I couldn't find it when I looked for it. Are you lying to me, Hunter? I swear it was on here. Hunter dreamt it. 
He saw that lightning bolt man. I, I, dreams, I swear it said the lightning bolt dude's right name. Here. I'll find it in a minute. But uh, bullshit, Hunter. Got my hopes up. Some more hydrogen Erics, and then they showed the Dyson token pack, which is of course the Agents of Shield. So which that one's pretty sweet. Actually, it's not the the Dyson the Fast Forces is Agents of Shield. The Dyson pack has Coulson on there, but other than that, it's other uh, comic book characters yeah. like old Nick Fury, new Nick Fury. Uh, or Nick Fury Jr., you know, officially. Steve, Black Widow, Hulk. It looks pretty slick. I like the dice, too. I don't usually care about these dice and token packs, but I might act, might actually pick that one up. We'll see. And last but not least, set rotation. What? Pretty vague on the statement, though, I gotta yeah. say. I think they, well, they were just kind of clarifying because people were afraid the rotation was gonna, they were gonna move it. So, kids, as you guys know, most likely know, Gen Con is not going to be where Worlds for Hero Clicks is going to happen this year, or from here on out. It's going to be at Origins. And this was something that was announced a long time ago. It has nothing to do with the whole law that we talked about you yeah. know, last week. It has nothing to do with that. This is something that's kind of been in the works for a while. Um, it's going to be at Origins, which is in Columbus, Ohio, on June 3rd to the 7th. It's already May somehow, so we're already coming up on that just a month from now. Uh, they basically just put out a statement saying, After Worlds sets are going to rotate, and they're going to rotate on July 1st, so plan accordingly. However, they don't say exactly what the dates are going to be on what sets are going to rotate. Which, I think the reason they said this is because everyone's used to Gen Con being right like a month after everything rotates. Yeah. They usually rotate, basically they're saying instead of rotating in August, we're going to rotate in July. Well, they rotated July 1st every year. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, it was just... It's ask- just they're clarifying, because usually when you go into the World's Tournament, everything just rotated, so... Um, this year it's going to be different because it'll be the end of everything before it rotates. That looks like it'll do it for official clicks news. As I said, the rest of this we're going to do kind of on the fly in the vehicle and see how that goes. For starters, on the fly, does that mean your vehicle flies, Hunter? Did I miss something here? It's like that episode of Family Guy where Peter hooks the truck up to, or hooks the jet fuel and builds up his truck. Have you ever seen that? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, First of all, I never thought I'd say this, but those Amish girls are kind of hot. I know, right? They're, no, seriously. Kind of sucks. They're Look, they're right there. behind us. They're pretty hot for Amish girls. Yo, what? ladies, you want to carve some of my wood? So, welcome back to Dolly's for Hero Clicks, where we just got us some Taco Bell and we're on our way to some clicks. I was pretty bummed out they wouldn't give me no goddamn he- quesarito box. God dang. I love it. Hunter's voice gets all excited and all happy. And you can hear his pitch chain. And he's like, can I have a quesarito box? He's confident. <laughs> Fucking, this, this bitch is like, we don't have the quesarito box. And Hunter just goes, oh. And it was the saddest thing I've ever fucking seen in so my life. So apparently this is double the steak. You gotta be shitting me. Even you look. might as well reach through the speaker and just stab me in the heart. Shot in the heart. So I proceeded to order everything that's in the quesarito <laughs> box. And she still gave it to me. So what the fuck? What the fuck, Taco Bell? I call shenanigans. They just don't have the boxes. I declare shenanigans. Well, give it to me. Without a damn box, put it in the bag. Jesus Christ, I know you work at Taco Bell, you're not that intelligent, but come the fuck on. There goes half of our listeners. I'm just joking. I know it has nothing to do with your intelligence, considering I worked at Subway for seven years before finally graduating college. Anyway. Really not helping the case, Hunter. I was a sandwich artist. I don't know if you know. Fucking sandwich artist. Who the hell calls them sandwich artists? Apparently, that's what you're called. 
like a sanitation engineer or a medical records technician. technician. Like you shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore mouth. Better fucking clerk. For those who don't know, that's what Austin's official title. I'm a fulfillment associate. Fulfillment associate. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You make people's I don't work dreams in, happen? As soon as you get to Amazon, they're like, you don't work in a warehouse, you work in a fulfillment center. So, instead of being a warehouse associate, I makes women's dreams come true. That's what I thought, you know. Yeah, that's pretty much it. One, one, filling boxes, one at a time. Anyways, back to HeroClicks related news. Oh my god, this burrito is so good. Uh, we're going to save the movie talk for the end, just in case some of you guys that are listening are scared we might accidentally spoil some Age of Ultron stuff for you. James Spader's Ultron. So, we'll save that to the end. Uh, that way, just in case you want to skip it, you can, you know, suddenly skip it. But, we're first going to get into some Drew Silver Age Value Corner. Do you have a, a figure for us today, Drew Alderson? Alright, we're rolling. Anyway, let's take a trip down. Take your phone down. Is that where we're going? Are we going to the Silver Age Value Corner? Because this seems a pretty damn long distance. Silver Age Value Corner. How we doing, Drew Alderson? That's the Silver Age Value Corner. We got deals out the ass over here. I All thought right. they were in the ass. Oh, however you want it, we got it. We got it. Buy one, deal one free. Goes in, goes out. Fulfillment officer or whatever the fuck. Exactly. We're fulfilling your every need here on Dial for your clicks. All right. We're going back to a little set. In line with the Avengers. All right. I like it. Keeping it thematic. Is okay. it Avengers? No. It's Chaos War. <laughs> Basically Avengers 2.0. Avengers 2.0. Understandable. Avengers 3.0 is about to come out. Here. Pretty much. This guy knows his stuff. Yeah, I know my stuff. What if I told you for 77 points you can get the goddamn best secondary attacker in the game? That's I'd, a pretty steep. I'd call you a liar, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, Prove I'm, me wrong. Prove you wrong. I sure will. Chaos War. Zero thirty Wasp. Mm. That name immediately brings boners to Hunter's heart. It does. It Tears really does. to my eyes. <laughs> if you don't know who what, what this Wasp is and why she's so special, let me break it down for you. She's only 77 points, like I said. She's got uh, the best keyword in HeroClix Avengers. And Lady, Lady Liberators. Those. Oh, I know. I love my Lady Liberators teams. Boy, it's so easy with the four or five different choices in the existence of Hero Clicks I have to choose from. <laughs> could be worse. You could be one of those keywords that doesn't even have enough to make a team. The biggest selling point about Wasp, she's got six range double bolts, no end on. She's tiny size because she's fucking Wasp, clearly. She's got oh, three. God, Drew, it looks like the deal police are here to arrest you for giving us such good value. <laughs> That's right, folks. Come on down to Tom Green's Ford and Drew's Silver Age Value Corner where the deals are so crazy, they're shutting us down. <laughs> just at this moment, just liquidation prices. Get on down. Come on Sir, down. you were going 86 and a 42. I was headed to the corner. I had to get them deals, officer. I'm sorry. He thinks you're talking about prostitution. You're talking about fucking hero clicks. <laughs> at Drew Silver Age Value Corner, you can get both. <laughs> it's not prostitution through Drew, though. So, anyway, let me big, biggest selling point on Wasp is her low point cost and her special attack ability. What's that do? What's that do, you ask? What's that do? 
Wasp can use incapacitate. <coughs> What's so good about that, you say, Drew? <coughs> Drew, she's choking on all the good deals. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you shove them down your throat enough, you... Anyway. <laughs> well, I, won't need, I don't need to finish that statement. You can figure it out. Go ahead. Anyway. If she uses it and it hits... Deal the target one penetrating damage after actions resolve. What? After actions resolve. Remember, let's go back. Let's rewind. Rewind the tape. Alright. Damn. That was a quick rewind. That was pretty slick. Right? And here comes the cops to arrest Drew. Goddamn cops. <laughs> no, I was, he rewinded the tape. I was making oh, a joke. Oh, God. Look at this guy. It's over my head. Fuck it, I swear. I'm just trying to drive and eat and pay attention and do a podcast at the same time. Nothing. She's got double bolts, so she can do it to two people. Well, what's the attack value we're talking about here? Nine for 77 points? Eventually, yeah, but we're starting ten, you know? It's ten, man. I'm digging, I'm digging. Does that get through stop clicks? It does. It's it's better uh, against Mystics, too, because it's never going to trigger Mystics. They're going to take the pushing damage. Then you're going to take the one penetrating after actions resolve. That's not damage from an attack. Yep, oh, damn. It's separate. The only way she's going to trigger Mystics is if you already have two tokens oh, and yeah. she encaps you. That one would count. And then you they take two penetrating fear one. Right. Still a pretty solid deal. And pretty as you mentioned, she's got double bolts, so you're you're encapping two targets and dealing them one penetrating damage each on a figure that is tiny-sized, has good defense values. Has super senses. It's plus one on defense for being tiny and can be carried around easily because she's tiny. Some of you guys may remember her being the linchpin to the 2012 World's team. World's winning team played by Alex Avila or Avila or how the fuck you say his last name. Pretty good figure, one of the best, one of my favorite figures of all time. Pretty I personally figure. like outwitting her flight and sending her flying off cliffs, but that's just me. She's got the best team ability in the game, Avengers, yeah. What are her keywords? The ever useful Avengers team. Oh, yeah, Lady Liberators and Avengers. All right. Thanks for that, Dildrew Larson. Fine addition. No, no, she's in the hall. She's in the hall of fame. Remember, guys, I haven't brought this up for a long time. We have a lot of new listeners since last time we talked about this. You can get your Heroclix cards stamped with the Dial H or Heroclix Silver Age Value Corner Seal of Approval. That's right. A literal stamp. All you have to do is send us your Heroclix cards. Along with $49.99. No, no payment required. <laughs> just send your Heroclix cards to us. Mm-hmm. If you want details on how to do that, just simply message us on Twitter or Facebook or Gmail, any of those. Contact us and we'll hook you up and uh, get the seal of approval stamp on your Heroclix cards if they have been featured on Drew's Silver Age Value Corner. Now, now. Take a trip on down to the scumbag corner. Place some bass Meriden. I'm just saying, I've seen no less than four people stabbed in the last week on this corner. Drew Alderson, you weren't here last week when I went one on one on one, toe to toe, mano e mano with Austin Smith and proceeded to rape him in the hymen. <laughs> I don't even know how to address this statement. Today, it's going to be me and Drew teaming up, tag team. Raw dog. Damn it, I'm being sandwiched between two pieces of man meat right Shish kebab. Shish kebab style today, boys. Me and call Drew. it the Eiffel Tower, the spit roast. <laughs> Me and Drew on, <laughs> on Austin Smith. <laughs> All right. So if you want to follow along at home, here's how we play. 
Well, you get one guy to stand behind him. <laughs> After you're done, you can play some Bad Samaritan. <laughs> that, about, that about is equivalent to the feeling of playing Bad Samaritan. Would you say so, Hunter Smith? It is. <laughs> there are three Heroclix figures. Austin knows what they are. Drew and I do not. We have to guess it before time runs out. There will be three rounds of clues. Our clues are randomly generated by a random number generator you can find on the internet or anywhere. And we'll get two clues each round. Dude. Drew and I will get one guess each on each round. If we don't get it before three rounds is over, Austin wins. Again, there will be three different figures. So if you want to play along at home, listen to the clues, pause the podcast, formulate your own guess before Drew and I accidentally screw you up when we make our guess. Yep, exactly. Figure out what you want your guess to be, press play, listen to Drew and I fail, and then get your next clues and keep on about your business until you figure it out. Alrighty. Let's pull up a random number generator here. I assume Austin is prepared? I am prepared. Uh, I'm ready. Alright, we're ready to roll here. Our numbers are number 9, which I believe is point value, and number 7, which I believe is set. So, set point value. Days of Future Past, 55 points. Well, I like the set already, Drew Otterson. I do. Days of Future Past. You guys got that one. And what was the... 55. 55 points. Avalanche. Nope. That's a good guess, though. Let's see. I think Pyro's a little higher than 55. Who else are some lower point ones? Drew Alderson. Are there any generic... Well, there's the Sentinels, but they're a little higher than that, I would assume. Um, uh, what about uh, Ariel? Nope. All right. I think I'm cl- it could be Sprite. I think it's one of those two. We'll see. All right. Next clues. Number two, which is team ability. And number six, I think set number. Team ability set number. Set number is 20. Team ability is X-Men. Which one did I just say, Ariel? Is that what the one I just said? Or, yeah. Uh, Sprite. It's Sprite. All right. thought no one would ever have played that piece. I have not played that piece, but I do remember it. All right, figure number two. In the bun. We have number three, which is named keyword. Number ten, which is opening movement power. Named keyword, Legion of Superheroes. All right. Opening movement power, phasing teleport. Gates. No. That's a good guess. That's what I was thinking, too. Uh, Let's see. Who else would just start with phasing? Telus? No. All right. Round number two. We got a free play, Drew. I'm looking over here, Drew. He's trying to peek at my phone. We got a free play in opening uh, defense power. Toughness. Toughness, phasing. What do we want our free play to be? We already know the keyword. Uh, do we want point value? Maybe? Or no, let's go trade or special power. Which one do you think? Let's go trade. What? Do we, all right, trade. From Sorcerer's World. From Sorcerer's World. Oh, I can see it in my head. It's the girl... With the uh, purple uh, thing behind her, the little, you know, okay, you know what Hello looks like, right? With the green circle thing behind her? Yeah. This one has purple, I feel like. All right, let's go over what we got. We got got phasing toughness. What was the trait name? From Sorcerer's World. From Sorcerer's World. Phasing toughness from Sorcerer's World. Can't remember the bitch's name. (laughs) Glorith. It is Glorith. Woo! Woo! Alright, figure number three. We got a free play. And 
then get set again. Flash. All right, what do we want for our free play? We gonna set number since we already know the set. That'll narrow it down. Sure. All right, set number two. Oh shit! All right, well let's see. J's number one. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Two might be a generic, probably. Probably. Let's start naming generics. Um, uh, I don't think it's the soldier. I'll go. Uh, uh, Central City Police Officer. Um, who's the, uh, it's not the Arkham, it's the other one. Blackgate? Blackgate inmate. Alright. Our clues are, let's see, uh, that one's opening attack power. I think 7 is point value. Point value is 75, attack power is energy explosion. Uh, 75, maybe it's not a generic, I mean it could be, but let's keep our options open. Flash number two. Yep. Energy explosion seventy-five. Let's see. Energy explosion. Oh my god. Seventy-five. I have a question. Uh, yeah. If he was in the fast forces, was I supposed to say flash fast forces for the yes. set? Okay, it's fast. It's flash fast forces. No. That's all right. Heat all right. wave. It's not heat wave. Pied Piper. It's not Pied Piper. Damn it! If we don't get this. Knowing that it's in the fucking fast forces. You got a free play? <laughs> Shit, that's opening movement power. Running shot? Running shot, energy explosion, and it's not... Who did I say? Pipe Piper? I'm going to say Trickster. I'll say Trickster. It's not Trickster. God damn it, Drew, we're going to miss it. <laughs> All right, we said Trickster and Pied Piper. Who else Who else do we have? We still have a free play. Oh, we have a free play. Let's see, what would give it away? All right, keywords, nothing, because they're all rogues. And they, I don't think they have any other... Uh, they do have other keywords, but it's not... I'm not going to give you that I don't, it's I, not rogues. But I don't think they would <laughs> give it away, though. This one would, but... All right, Captain Boomerang is not in it. I think there's Captain Cold. Wait. You already said Heat Wave. So who else would be left? There'd be Captain Cold and... Mirror Master. Mirror Master, but he does not have running shot. I'm almost for sure he does not have running shot. I'm thinking Captain Cold. But what could we do for... Uh, what about a special power? Let's go on that, our free play. Special power. Is that what you want? Yep. No special power. Alright, fine. Fuck. Who, uh, let's, let's name... There's only six of them. We can figure this out. We, we know it's not Heat Wave, which I don't think Heat Wave's in it anyway. In the fact oh, yeah. Anyway. Um, or maybe he is. Either way, it's not him. Did we say Weather Wizard? No. I... I think it's either Captain Cold or Weather Wizard, and neither of us have guessed this round, right? Or but did I already the guess? Weather you Wizard already guessed before you even did the free. You got to decide if it's Weather Wizard or. I don't think it's Weather Wizard because Weather Wizard has that power, doesn't he? Or is that no, the... that's the main set I thought. Are you sure? I'm willing to stake. I'm willing to stake it. So are you willing to double DS? But stake it's it? up to you. It's your guess. I've already screwed up. Captain Cold or Weather Wizard. Captain Cold. It's not Captain Cold. The fucking weather wizard. Fast Forces Flash Zero it's Zero Boomerang. Two Captain Boomerang. Well, I thought he wasn't in the Fast Forces. He was forces. in the Fast Forces. He has Suicide Squad. That was That's right. Game. He's really good. God damn it. <laughs> we got two out of three still. We did pretty good. So we're fresh out of best build. Our teams we chose. I know Austin's was Spidey Swing from Gmail. <laughs> yeah. 
Drew's was GL Stocky from HC Realms. Yeah. And mine was also from Gmail. And I'll have to pull up exactly who mine was <clears throat> while I'm pulling this up. Let's talk a little bit about the teams, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we may you may have heard us mention once or twice, may at least once, I would say, that Austin Smith is a scumbag. If you guys, that sounds, I, I think it sounds familiar. That sound familiar Austin to you guys? Smith is a scumbag. Yeah. Jeff J G was mine uh, from Gmail as well. Uh, so naturally, when I see the list of teams, I know which one Austin's going to pick. I also know which one Austin's going to pick because he said on air. Somebody turns in a Hulk only team. I'll probably be picking that just because Age of Ultron Hulk is busted. And sure enough, one of you scumbags out there, Spidey Swing, did do so. I think I'm pretty sure Spidey Swing's won best build before. I think he has. So he must be a meta gamer. So he's like, all right, Boston's going to choose it. I'll go ahead and make an all Hulk team. So Austin chose that. How, how exactly was the team composed, Austin? I, I'd never want to play those Hulks again. Um, you shut up. <laughs> it was a full point Hulk, a midpoint Hulk, a, lo- a bottom dial Hulk, and then one of the starter set Hulks. So, uh, so of the main set, you had a three hundred, a two fifty, and a two hundred. Correct. And then the starter at two fifty for an even five thousand. So, or one thousand. So, even five thousand. <laughs> might as well be five thousand. So, for you guys, who, if you didn't listen last week, the assignment, the build for this tournament, was your full team is one thousand points. Any figures on your team must be 125 points or more, and you were allowed Ow, you were allowed resources and anything else you wanted. Austin's team had a thousand points worth of Hulks, no resources. If you want to know how big of a scumbag Austin Smith is, he just farted in the car. I didn't know such thing. I smell it, Austin. My team was a society. I can't remember if it was society or Injustice League society. theme. They they pretty much all had both keywords. Oh. I had. From Trinity War, we had the main set Lex Luthor, Black Adam, the the rare Zoom from Flash, the who else did I had? I had two more. I had the Amazo Con exclusive, and um, I already said Black Adam, right? Yeah, you said Zoom. Oh, Sinestro from Trinity War as well. Uh, I picked that team because. For one, I had not played any of those figures, and for two, I had especially been wanting to play Amazo because he looked really fun and had pick of powers and all that stuff. And I also thought it looked like a pretty solid uh, build for this, so I went ahead with that one. It also had the um, Pandora's Box resource, which I hadn't played yet either, so I really wanted to try that. So I went with that, and then Drew's team was what? My team was uh, Superman from uh, Superman Starter Set. Um, at full points. Uh, Marsh Manhunter from Trinity War at full points. Fucking scumbag team. Fucking scumbag. Sorry, yes, Tourette's apparently. Yeah, I just had to make fun of her. Anyway. It's cool, dude. I want to hate you so bad. <laughs> and, uh, Green Arrow was that. The Green Arrow from the Gravity Feed. The really good one. And the um, Firestorm from the main set. Uh, and then uh, Kyle Rayner from uh, Kyle Rayner and the PowerPoint. <laughs> pretty solid team. Yeah, pretty solid. How was your experience, Drew? Played against Jake first game. It was a fun game. I pulled it out. Thought, you know, this is a pretty fun day so far. 
My day's going pretty well. And then Austin happened. So you played against the Hulk team? Yeah. How did that go? How do you think it went? How the fuck do you think it went? <laughs> did you at least land an attack on anybody? I almost killed, like, two of them. I had Firestorm, Precision Strike, Energy Explosion, all of them. Two of them landed on the stop clicks, by the way. When they do that, they clear action tokens. That sounds fair. And then he regenerated for six <laughs> healing, because that's... That sounds fair as well. This is also fair. Um, yeah, you know, just an all-around scumbag time. Martian Manhunter got his butthole punched in, because he can't shape change. Right. Because <laughs> they all have traded Battle Fury. Yeah, all Hulks have traded Battle Fury. Because that's also fair. <laughs> A lot of fair things going on in this game. <laughs> Can't mind control and make them hit each other. They all have Battle Fury. Just, just fuck all of At least them. I wasn't playing a resource. You don't Good. need a resource. If you Good on a resource, you. If I had a resource. Your opponent would have lit the map on fire. <laughs> Pretty certain. Hulks um, with free barriers every turn. Austin, how did yours go? So my first match was against a Black Lantern team, and I hadn't seen these Hulks in action yet. And I knew they were good, but holy crap. What, he did had, Black, what did the Black Lantern team have, Austin? Black Lantern Anti-Monitor. It had uh, Black Hand, uh, Black Lantern Superman and Wonder Woman, and uh, Black Lantern... Uh, John Stewart. John Stewart. Yeah, it. Yeah, and the Power Battery, of course. And uh, I thought, you know, with this map being open that he picked, he picked, like, the Swamp Map or whatever. It's just Water and Hindering, and that's about it. I was like, I'm going to get wrecked. No, once those Hulks got up in there, like, there was no stopping them. They just fucking wrecked everything. Um, then second round was against Drew. Drew picked the House of Mystery, and we played Hide the Zucchini in the House of Mystery. It was pretty bad. Um, third round was against Hunter. Hunter played, uh, his team. It was really... His team was solid. It was just hard to get up on him to start swinging, and he kept So he gave up! So I, I forfeit, yeah. No, after a little bit, it was no, just like, there was no you way. you gave I, up. You gave up on Spidey Swing. You gave up. He gave up, Spidey Swing. I gave he up. He forfeited after losing one Hulk. So I, I tried to chase him. I look at Austin's team. I, I had to buy the first round. Uh, second round, I played the Black Lantern team. Kind of got the hang of the of my team. It was really good. It was well... The, there were no tips given with it, except for the map, uh, which was the... Age of Ultron, the indoor side, and uh, there were no tips given other than that, so I didn't realize it the second game, but I did realize it against Austin, luckily, there's a little trick you can play, the zoom, first of all, that zoom is fan-fucking-tastic, the rare zoom, he has this a damage power where he gets to roll a d6 at the start of the turn, you, ha you have to do it, uh, you get a number of prob <laughs> probability can tokens uh, put on your card equal to half the D6 roll. So you're at least going to get one. A lot of times you're going to get two or three. And Lex has a special leadership that leaderships anyone. If they share a keyword, uh, if they're within three squares, you can clear off of them too. And so, and all of the Trinity Ascend things give sidestep. So I basically did some sidestep tricks. I kept Lex in, against Austin. I kept Lex in the starting area. I kept them all in the starting area because I, I needed as long as I could to get some uh, resource things out. Because Trinity Ascend's really not that great at first. Pandora's box. Or Pandora's box is really not that great. But once you get um, all the seven sins out, then you get to the really, really good stuff. And the, your entire team is powered up. 
Whereas, like, with the Book of Skulls, you can only choose one person to get buffed. Pand- uh, Pandora's Box gets them all buffed. Yeah. So, I played some sidestep games. I would, uh, I would give a, a sin to somebody, sidestep them over, and uh, next round I would leadership, and if I failed, I would just use the timeline tokens from Zoom to clear off the, to keep rolling leadership until I got to clear it off. So I kept everybody cleared in case Austin got up on me. I managed to get four sins out before Austin got up to me. And uh, in that t- in that meantime, Amazo got to get impervious and some other stuff. I really liked Amazo. I highly recommend playing that figure. I, I honestly, after playing him, I like to get my hands on one. He was really fun to play. The rest of the figures were all fun to play too, especially Black Adam. Sutterfuge, Lex Luthor. And Lex Luthor. So I knew against Austin, tactics-wise, I have my Zoom, who has traded Shape Change. I did not realize all the Hulks had traded Battle Fury. So I, I was like, well, I got the Zoom with traded Shape Change, and I have Super Senses, and I have Prop. I'm like, let's give him Reflexes, and then leave him as bait, and let everybody else get away. In the meantime... Uh, Black Adam can get a, a hypersonic hit or two in, hit and run, hit and run. And that way, the, the other four members of my team will survive. They'll get Pandora's box maxed out, and uh, then we'll actually maybe stand a chance against these but freaking But that's not hops. how the life of Zoom went, did it, Hunter? No, uh, he had traded Sh- Battle Fury, so he ignored the shape change. He hit me for... Uh, I did I did get the first swings in. Yeah. I got the... the I went after the highest point Hulk. I, with a little positioning and stuff, I managed to hit him down pretty far down his dial, and then I got half of my team away. Uh, I kept leaving Lex out as kind of a out, as kind of a blocking way, so that he couldn't get around to the rest of my guys. Because Lex, as long as he hasn't attacked yet, he has a subterfuge token, and when he does, you cannot attack him, target him with an attack, unless you start next to him. So Austin kept basing me, and I kept sidestepping away and using those timeline tokens to re-roll my sidestep if I rolled if I failed breakaway. So that worked out nicely. I just kept using smart little tricks to try to stay away as much as I can and use that subterfuge. I lost zoom in the process and managed to take out that high points Hulk and get the the Pandora's box maxed out and Austin forfeited. Yeah, the problem I ran into was having a bunch of 10 and 11 lefts to hit 19s, 20s. I basically focused on defense instead of offense, and I was just going to take my time, get everybody cleared, and then focus fire one of the Hulks, try to take them down as fast as possible, because as you guys know, they have ridiculous regeneration powers and and just stupid stuff, so I didn't want to build a bunch of tokens. I didn't want to spread my damage out. I wanted to focus them one at a time. healed for five. Yeah, I did so much. After damage. hearing the horrors, so you know, Austin or Drew was shell shocked. He was like a Vietnam vet. He like came over. He was like shake his hands are shaking. He's it's like a setting, good thing Martian Manhunter's asshole stretches. He's setting, <laughs> he's setting his <laughs> figures down. He's like he regen for five clicks. Don't go near the hooks. I'm telling you, don't go near the hooks. So, Luckily, Austin's a quitter. So, so yep. I broke his spirit and in turn broke the hooks. And once again. Put an L in the loss column for a best build against Austin Once in the again, final round. Once again, lose to Hunter. It's like the fourth month in a row, or third month in a row. But anyways, so Jeff JG won. I'll message him, find out what he wants for custom action chips, and let's see what we got in the old mail bag this week. The mail sack, sack of mail. I know. I saw a one from Eric Linnell already. 
What a surprise. Number one, who do you like, Cormier or Johnson? So for those who don't know, which may include you two. I know. John Jones, yep. arguably, in, in my opinion, best fighter of all time. That includes Anderson Silva and GSP <coughs> and Fedor and everybody. Most talented fighter for sure. That that much is for sure. He is genetically gifted. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, has been in a lot of trouble since winning the championship four years ago. And his latest stint this past week, he was in a car incident, hit a pregnant lady, uh, not on foot, in another car, obviously. Um, now, there's no way for him to know she's pregnant, but, I mean, obviously, after the fact, it makes it worse in all of our minds that she was yeah. pregnant. Um, he hits a pregnant lady. She ended up breaking her arm, I think, but the important thing is that he ran from the scene. And ran back to get something and then ran away again. Yeah, so witnesses <laughs> saw him flee the car, run up a hill, come back down the hill, open up the door, stuff wads of cash down his pants pockets, and then proceed to run away again. So he could have known she was pregnant and stopped to help her. In the car, they found marijuana and a marijuana pipe. Now, usually that wouldn't be a huge deal. However, he has had a DUI in the past... Uh, for alcohol and obviously was he in trouble for cocaine too? Yes. He has admitted cocaine use. He got busted post fight or uh, it wasn't during a fight period. It was in the off season. Like he didn't have a, he wasn't actually in a fight but he got he did test positive for cocaine outside of contest. Um, so the theory obviously is he was on drugs when he got into the car crash. In which case, it's actually smarter for him to flee the scene than to get arrested while under the influence again. But either way, he's pretty screwed. So, long story short, he was stripped of his title. First time that's happened in... Ever? No, no not it ever. Was, uh, because people have been... Sylvia got his strip. Well, yeah. People have been stripped before for not fighting. Like, if you're just constantly injured yeah. and you can't... Like, um, uh, what's his name? Not that long. Dominic Cruz. You yeah, know, yeah. his got taken away because he couldn't defend it because he kept get, having injuries. Um, so there's... But in recent memory, it's definitely the first strip in a long time, especially for conduct. <clears throat> they, he actually was supposed to fight in three weeks. So, anyways... He's supposed to fight Rumble Johnson, Anthony Rumble Johnson. They substitute in Cormier, who I like. I like both of these guys. I think this is a, a very a fight. close fight, one of the best fights in a long time. And I'm really looking forward to it. As far as who's going to win, like I said, it's super close. I honestly cannot tell you. I'd like I'm I'm leaning towards Anthony Johnson just for power. Because uh, DC's primarily a wrestler and then uses that to get into his offense. And well, Anthony Johnson has very good takedown defense and is also a good wrestler. But on top of that, has power. Let's be honest. John Jones is out of the division. They're uh, they're both winners. Yeah. Um, my money's on Johnson, but it's crazy close. It's there are always bets on Johnson. That's right. Long Dong Johnson. Long Dong Johnson. Number two, do you think Age of Ultron will gross more than the first Avengers? For looking sure. For, looking at what they've already done between Thursday and Friday, there's no way it won't. There's no way it won't because it's getting more popular with the non-comics crowd. That's yeah. the key right I there. can tell you that for sure. Yeah. So many kids at the movie theaters. Uh, we'll get into that later in a minute. If they play world, if they play at Worlds, who would win between Kenny and Patrick? Uh, let me admit something to you right now. I have 
so out of the loop on the meta, I don't even know who the fuck Kenny is. So I'm going to go with Patrick. I, who the fuck is Kenny? <laughs> I'm not really sure. I'm, I'm calling for Kenny because Patrick wins too much. Nothing, nothing against him. I'm sure he's good if he's even I being brought up. I think they'll tie and have to roll off. This is competitive hero clicks after all. It's most likely going to be 0-0 zero, zero at the end of the yeah. round. Yeah. These days. They're both going to be playing Bizarro and Resurrection Man. Just fuck it. <laughs> Number four. Do you think the Rock should experiment with formats in excess of 300 points? Definitely, but I wouldn't go higher than four. I agree. I like three and four. If you go over Five that... Five is where it gets ridiculous. Yeah, if you... Even at four, some things start getting ridiculous. Any higher than that, it gets The game's built ridiculous. around three, so anything past there tends to get a little maddening. That's two hulks at half dial. What are you talking about? That's... And number five looks like another MMA question. Why do you think Demetrius Johnson is not more popular? Uh, it's a combination of things. For one, he's a lower weight class. For some reason, people only seem to care about higher, heavier weights. We see all that with boxing over the last those century. those punches are brutal. But uh, it's also a little bit of his fighting style because he usually takes the whole five rounds to finish the fight or he doesn't finish the fight. But uh, on top of that, I will say he's definitely super talented, and I love watching him. He's definitely, I think... Aldo, I'd probably put Aldo number one pound for pound and then DJ. Uh, I don't think there's anything you can do about that either. I mean, the lighter weight classes are always going to be less popular. Yeah. It's just human nature. Or human growth hormone. Yeah. Fill them up. And regards in regards to last week's question, Austin, and Drew wasn't here, so he can chime in. Who do we want cast as the inhuman royal family? We are, now I are it's pretty much confirmed Vin Diesel is Black Bolt. It might as well be. I, I looked at I've been doing a lot of, of looking up this week, and honestly, he'll do a pretty damn good job. It's great because he'll it. be playing a silent character there, and he'll be the voice of another character. So Drew Austin and I were theorizing last week that we think that the most important role in the whole thing is actually Medusa. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson is the only man who could play Medusa. Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's got the body With the long it. hair, and he and Vin Diesel are just having their bromance. Um, <laughs> is The Rock confirmed for Medusa? It's not confirmed yet, but there's some speculation so mainly did, on our part. So, Austin, did you come up with any Medusa I, ideas? I couldn't find any that I was really sold on. I mean, I thought Olivia Wilde might do okay, but, like, she's I, not Medusa to me. See, you said that last week. I gave some thought to the whole Olivia Wilde thing. I don't feel that. I'm not feeling her for that. Um, surprisingly, I actually was leaning towards Jennifer Lawrence. Sounds crazy. I think but she's I was too thinking young, of, though. Nah, she's not too young. For one, she's, like, my age. Which, I'm getting old. I don't know if you heard. I just turned 27. Just pretty old. And now I feel old. In nerd years, that's, you know. Not We're at that, our prime. It's not that old, but around here with our crew, it's pretty old. Um, Phil's feelings. I think, feel she, hurt. I think she'd do a good job. I just, I think she's a good actress. I think she can play the power. I think it's more about the power attitude with Medusa than it is. What about you, else. Drew? I don't know my female actress as well. So. I don't either. Um,. Why not just have Denzel Washington play so we know yeah. the movie will be good? Forrest Whitaker as Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> that lazy eye and all. <laughs> all right, here's an interesting one. Gorgon. Big, beefy, but gritty looking. Vin Diesel plays the whole royal family. <laughs> <laughs> Pull Eddie Murphy. Let's have Eddie Murphy play the whole royal family. Fuck, it's the Nutty Murphy. the Inhumans. <laughs> Fucking... Nutty Inhumans. Let's see, Gorgon. Gorgon... I don't know. 
This is a good it's weird because Gorgon's looked kind of different every single time you've seen him, so you could kind of wink. But for the most part, he's always burly. Yeah, he's always burly. He's, he's always, always has a gruff voice, really deep, gruff voice. He always kind of looks kind of scraggly hair-wise, like he has hairy arms. Always has like a short... I, You know who I actually like, or was yeah. thinking of, yeah. is... Uh, my mind's blinking right now, but uh, the main character in Mad Max, he's also oh, been in several oh, good uh, movies... Gosh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, yeah. yeah. Tom Hardy. I would... think he would do good. You put, you get his hair right. God, I want Tom Hardy to play he's, a Marvel movie. He's pretty beefy in some good, I mean, Bane, you know, I mean, he yeah. can be beefy when he needs to. He's a hell of an actor. Yeah, I love Tom Hardy. I honestly like him. Uh, Karnak. Karnak was a hard one. I had a few in my head, but I could not remember their names, and I still can't. I have a perfect one. Oh, God. Have either of you guys seen The Raid or The Raid 2? Haven't yet. So, for those of you, for one... Watch it. The Raid 2, I didn't really like that much. I wouldn't worry about that one. I've first heard the raid, first really one's good. very good. Uh, for those of you who have seen it, the bad guy, not the boss guy, but the best fighting one, the crazy dude. And you'd have to see him in action to know what I'm talking about, but he would be fan freaking tastic. He, in both Raid movies, he has a lot bigger part in the second one, even though it's a worse movie. Um, he is featured more prominently and does a lot of fighting. I really like him. I like his fighting style. I think um, build-wise, he's perfect. He's small, mm-hmm. but athletic and fast as shit. I think he would do a really good job as Karnak. Uh, he has a very... I, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. I'd have to look it up. And then last is is Triton, which is probably going to be mostly CGI. I mean, that you can throw anybody in there. Like you the don't even... He completely skips over the most important members, like Maximus and... Well, the Maximus the is not confirmed. What about the dog? Crystal not? so uh, supposedly is, actually. Crystal's confirmed to Maximus isn't. That's what I... Well, not confirmed, but went, that's rumored. I, I did not see Maximus on any site's rumored characters. I saw Crystal on almost all of them. Maximus would be really good. I would dog. like Maximus to be in it. He's like one of my... He's like my yeah, Lockjaw's he's, not going to matter. He doesn't talk. So. Who the, but it fucking matters who they cast as Lockjaw. He's obviously going to be Which CGI. dog are they going to pick? It's Which dog be, they gonna pick, Hunter? It's gonna be CGI. Vin Diesel as Lockjaw. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'd be Andrew Alderson as Lockjaw. How about Vin Diesel plays the whole cast? Eddie Murphy plays Lockjaw and he talks. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. In the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> In the morning, we're gonna go out, kill Thanos. In the morning, I'm, I'm making, making waffles. <laughs> Last bit of mail comes to us from Facebook. Chad Van Horn has a little bit of an intricate rules question here, but I'm pretty sure we got it narrowed down now. His question is, how would the growing darkness trait that Lydia Maller and some of the other those slosh chases have compare to Rock of Eternity's sideline relic? Uh, here's the wording on Lydia's trait. Actually, let's read the rock first. So, his question is, if he puts all the, all the Rock of Eternity's relics on the sideline, are they safe from Lydia Maller, basically? Could could he prevent her from stealing one of them? I believe the answer is yes, they're safe from her. Uh, because here's the wording on, on the Rock of Eternity. At the beginning of the game, you choose a path, you turn the Shazam dial to that path, yada, yada, yada. Now, here's the important part. Instead of placing objects, place up to three sins on the map. So you're, it, that right there sounds to me, you can place zero. You don't have to place any at all, because it says up to three sins on the map. 
Each sin must be placed at least five squares away from each other, any starting area, and each in its own row and column. The remaining sins are added to your sideline. Note, they are not going on the resource itself. They're on your sideline with your sideline figures. Like if you had more figures, alter egos, that all that shit, it, that's where it's going to go. All right. So we, we see there that it's not actually attached to the resource. And the, the other part of, of Rocket Eternity, how you get them from the sideline is at the beginning of your turn, as long as your champion doesn't have two tokens, you can attach a sin from the sideline to the resource. So that right there shows us, proves to us, that if they're on the sideline, they're not considered attached to the resource. You have to do this thing to make them go onto the resource. At that point, Lydia would be able to steal it. But that's going to happen during the game. Lydia's thing happens at the start of the game before anything goes on. Yeah. So, I believe, Chad, that that is a way that you could avoid getting your Rock of Eternity pieces stolen. Now, as anything, if you're going to do this in an official event or anything, I would ask it on the rules form ahead of time. Uh, that's just, just in me. in case we're wrong. In case, because this is a, for one, this is the first resource that I know of that doesn't, that doesn't have the, the pieces either attached to the figures or to the actual resource. Last but not least, let's talk some Age of Ultron, boys. Age of Ultron. Now, I want to preface this conversation with a couple things. Number one, there will be spoilers. Number one, let's keep the jizz to a minimum because we are in my truck. And I know I have leather seats and they wipe easily, but it's still pretty gross. We know this from experience, I assume. Uh, let's Do continue. you play hide the zucchini <laughs> in your truck? <laughs> I've played hide the zucchini once or twice in here with my wife. We'll just... Put it that way. It's been a long time, though. Uh, anyways, where were we at before you... Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron, right. Not sex in the truck. Um, if you... That's Avengers 3. If you're... <laughs> Avengers 3 is sex in Optimus Prime's backseat. If you're just... If you know what I mean. If you're absolutely just positive that you do not want to hear anything about Age of Ultron, go ahead and end the podcast now. We're pretty much wrapped up. I will say... We're going to keep spoilers of the main story and main giant plot points to uh, to a minimum, if at all. We're just going to talk in, in generalizations. We already gave them a warning. Yeah. Fuck them. We're going to... Well, uh, I, to a minimum. I've already prefaced it. If you're absolutely scared, then skip, a, skip not, over in the it's end. It's not our fault, then. We'll see you guys next week. But oh, for everyone else... They're dead, though. Now yeah. we're spoiling everything because you gave them a warning. Fine, dude. Because there's stuff whatever. we want to talk about. All right. Proceed. Why the fuck did they kill Quicksilver? Oh my god. You really had to say that? Why? <laughs> that's like the one thing that's a spoiler in the whole goddamn movie. It's like Quicksilver gets shot. And you guys just have to open with that. Why they kill Quicksilver. Why does that? Why did you even bring that up? Because it's depressing. Why? Okay, I will admit, I was really uh, I think Jeanette, I was, listen, that's my brother. I was her. sad and I was pissed off because I left the theater and I heard people talking like, I, they killed that one quick guy. And I'm like... Oh, what? Somebody spoiled it for you ahead of time? Yeah, and I'm like, what? It's okay, because as my brother said, hot genetic Asian waifu will probably fix him. It's just Note like, they didn't do a fancy funeral or anything like that after that. It's just like, hey, he's got bullets in him. He's dead. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I would think if that was the case, they would he would have been in the little new Avengers thingy, Bobby. Unless he wasn't healed yet. 
I don't know. I hope that magically they bring him back. I feel like he would have had to been healed by that. Shut up. Because it seemed like... (laughs) They built a whole facility at that time. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say. Pretty sure they built a whole new facility. Maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. brought him back as a cyborg. Maybe his left leg is faster than his right when he runs in circles. I guess we'll see in Avengers. (laughs) Point being, being, he was really great in the movie. They did a great job with Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. I was really afraid they just... I don't know. I agree. Oh shit, what do we do to piss off the popo this time? I don't know, these damn cops and fire (laughs) trucks. That's a fire truck. Fire truck's coming this way, too. Oh no! But anyways, um, I'll say for me, James Spader absolutely makes this movie. Like, he's excellent in everything he's in. He's especially excellent in this movie. I agree. When Ultron is first introduced in the movie, I'll just put it that way. I'm not going to spoil exactly how he's introduced. But it just, he just captures your freaking attention. Just, he's so, so. He's so methodical. He's so good of an actor. Yeah. And he puts just the right amount of personality into it without going too, too much over the top. And I even like, there's a few, like, lines of dialogue he gets that are kind of, like, humorous. Yeah. But then they make sure to flip them immediately with something, like, where he just snaps. And it's just so fitting. Yeah, he's... Because you could tell Ultron is, like... In the books, his big thing is that he's always argumentative with himself over whether he envies humanity or whether he hates humanity. And it's usually a little bit of both. And so you kind of get that feeling really well off the way they wrote his dialogue and everything. They did a great job with Ultron. And the character I thought they'd fuck up, and they actually blew out of the park, was Vision. I agree. I thought the same Vision thing. was amazing. Vision stole the show. Like, I mean... Because of the way Vision is set up, I didn't think he would come into play until the very end of the movie. Like, I thought that that would be, like, the end that he gets, that Ultron yeah. gets him, you know, into play. But actually, it happened way sooner... And as Austin said, I they nailed it. Um, and he's got a bunch of really good scenes where fantastic. he does shit, and you're just like, oh man. And it's just, I'm going to disagree with you guys on who the best movie of the character, best movie of the characters, who the best character of the movie is. Who was the best character? The Hulk. Hulk did have some very sweet, badass scenes. Fucking amazing. It makes me once again think that uh, what's his name that plays him. Uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo could carry a full freaking Hulk movie. I can guarantee. Well, he's in a lot of great movies. I I just saw him this morning in Eternal Sunshine of Spotless Mind. He's great in that. He's too. great. Yeah. I mean, like, but I mean, like, you always think, like, I don't know, maybe a Hulk movie wouldn't work out, but his whole he well, just does Banner so well. Uh, Ed Norton's Hulk movie, the very last one they did, was fantastic. I it thought was great. I really I really liked. I that liked one. it. I don't I don't know. Like, I it. liked it a lot. I don't know, but anyway, it's just the way. I don't know, it was, it was great. But and, you know uh, who really stole the show? Who? Don fucking Cheadle. No, get out of here. <laughs> I was so happy he actually got to use his get war machine your war suit. machine boner out of here. Never! I'm just gonna swing it around haphazardly till I put an eye out. Don Cheadle, <laughs> let's be real, you're not putting any eyes out with that thing. No. Uh, Don Cheadle was fine, but uh, let's not go too I thought far. that he, well, I thought... He looked really old in this fucking movie. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and he is pretty damn old at this point. The start they, the show. uh... The thing was, like, they had all these characters cameo at the dinner, and you're like, that, that's it, they're just gonna be cameos. And they actually start showing up later, you're like, this is awesome, I'm very happy with this. Humor-wise, it was even funnier, it was a lot funnier than the first one. I and agree. there were so many great yeah. laughing moments. Hawkeye, so- Hawkeye had some. Yeah, Hawkeye's Quicksilver 
comments. I felt were like fantastic. I felt like Hawkeye was Hawkeye in this movie. Yeah, I he agree. was. He was very well done. Too. I think it was one of the bigger complaints from the first Avengers that Hawkeye didn't get enough time for people to really like it. And in this one, some people are like, oh, Hawkeye got too much time. Get over it. He was perfect. Fuck you. It was, was awesome. I liked him and Widow's additional screen time. I mean, I, they I deserve... Widow's they, tits look just as good as ever. I mean, They do. She actually she got equipment fine. in this one, like a bike yeah, and shit like that. Yeah, she got those uh, electric stingers to take down the... Her stingers, yeah, to take down the, uh, the yeah. robots. I mean, I really liked it. Um, if I had to nitpick... I think there were times the humor was thrown in the middle of something where it was like you could have at least waited till that was over and it kind of pulled me out of it a little bit, but it Maybe, wasn't bad at all. Compared I can to that, see so. that it didn't pull me out of it, but I can see what you're saying. Yeah. I can definitely catch and feel that. But overall, I mean, like honestly, this this it was a great movie. I would go watch it again. I yeah. I haven't felt like that with most Marvel movies. I, as much as I love them, I don't feel like I could go watch them in theaters the following week again. But this one, I feel like I could. I'd have so fun. With I could it. watch Guardians and. And then, uh, and then that nice post-credit scene. I was very depressed by the post-credit scene, not because of what it was about, but just because it was like super short. It was, it was super like just, short. I was like, why did we even stay here for that? Literally, like three seconds. But yeah. it made the point, and it was great. So the whole Thanos thing—that's something maybe we can talk about on a future podcast about what we think of what they're doing with that. Are they bringing it in too soon? We can talk about what all movies are coming up and then discuss that more in depth. Yeah. But okay. yeah, there there was some Thanos. I was telling Austin, I swear when Thor has his first little flashback that Thor or that Thanos's face flashes for yeah. just a split like a cunt hair. Just one like a cunt hair second. of a second. Cunt hair. What kind of bitches you've been nailing if their cunt hair is short. You need to find some better bitches. To each his own. If that's what you're into, Austin. Austin loves his... Let's be honest here. Let's move on. Austin's never been with a woman, so... Age of Ultron, fantastic. I like it. Fantastic. It's definitely up there with Guardians and Winter Soldier for me. I still think I like Guardians and Winter Soldier I'm looking forward to seeing what the guys who produced... or the Was it the producer, director, writers, or whatever? The Russo brothers who did Winter Soldier. They're supposed to be doing Infinity War, and I'm really looking forward to that. Ant-Man's coming. And Ant-Man, yeah. Ant-Man looks solid, yeah. Probably see it in the dark theaters, or maybe the main theaters. But uh, yeah, that looks solid too. And then the only other really movie news is uh, is uh, old Jared Leto Joker. We got a little spoiler image that set the internet on fire. Some I'm sure just want to set the world on fire. I'm sure, right. all of you guys have seen. It only trended on now. Facebook three times during the week. Uh, of of. The Joker with tons of tattoos on his face, and I mean, obviously it looks like shit. But then again, people, are, there's no need to jump to conclusions this far ahead of time about the quality of the movie or the Joker, or supposedly he's not even going to have the tattoos, tattoos in like the movie, that. Yeah. Like it was just kind of it a was little, a press release photo, yeah, like a little promo press thing. And, yeah, and uh, I will say the Deadshot look a look ahead we got of Will Smith looked pretty good. Yeah. There was I he did not have the mask on, at least not in the scene that we saw. Yeah, I think that's just Which is fine. Yeah. Uh I don't it doesn't matter to me really too much if they if he does have a mask or not, to be totally honest. I like uh I like the look of they've been showing some more BVS stuff lately. I'm liking the bat suit more and more. Like they've done a really good job with it this time around. I'm trying to stay away from all of the as we said last week, 
oh. you know, I, I try not to look at anything. But yeah, I, I haven't seen it. I'm staying away from Suicide Squatch as much as possible. Anything I see, I, I accidentally see. Like, <laughs> if I'm on Reddit and it says, look at new Batsuit, I'm like, nope, not clicking that. But if I'm, like, reading something else and then if it... If you're on Facebook pops, and someone posts yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. I'm, if I'm scrolling down my Note Facebook... Note to self, post spoilers constantly on Facebook. If you want to die, I mean, that's a good way to go out quick. That, yeah, I'm not going to lie, I could go out worse ways, such as Drew here. Especially related to anything Batman. But Batman dies at the end of BVS. God damn it. That'd be funny. I don't think they'll do that. Cause isn't uh, BVS before Justice League? But yeah. I think you kind of want him for Justice League. I think maybe they'll replace him with one of the Robins. You know, kind of the a, best. You'll have a dick bet. You think? <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we'll wrap this baby up. Have a good one, everyone. See you next week. Later.